Sex may make your day, but anal will make your whole week. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Literally, I just got that. Sex will make, wait, anal will make your whole week. With an H, yeah. With an H, got it. Lord have mercy. Well, ladies and gents, welcome back to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast. We are streaming live on GayTalk20.com, where you can access the live stream every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, soon to be Mondays. And you can do so by visiting uh, GayTalk20.com forward slash live stream. My name is Tom and uh, um, your host, as always. Uh, we have a guest today, which is very interesting. Uh, so before I let my, my two crazies over here do their thing um it's worth noting that we have uh kyle turner joining us he's the author of the queer film guide 100 great movies that tell lgbtqia plus stories and we're super excited to have him on the show so that'll be on the second half uh we're excited and uh right now i'm just gonna have my other two bitches uh introduce themselves so uh what's up girl Hey, y'all, it's Nick or Trish and Jay Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. And welcome you all to our today's dish. Um, Wow, it's been a week. We did do a show last week, right? I just don't remember. Things have been happening so fast. Yeah, I've got a gun pointing at me now. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Just before we went to the ballpark. Yeah. Take me out to the ball game. All right, so why don't we start um, with that? We'll do a quick roundtable. What did Tommy do uh, this past week? Um, So... um, as we have spoken before on the show, I have said multiple times that um, my job has a lot of different affinity groups, and one of them is specific to Pride. And um, so they had um, Pride Night at the Yankee Stadium in New York, and we decided that we were going to buy a block of tickets as a, as a group and sponsor individuals from our company who wanted to go and hang out and watch a game. And so we did that. And as part of that uh, trip, you know, it was on a Thursday, so it was a school night. You get to go down, you know, sit there and catch a game. And you get a free hot dog and a water or a beer and a hat that had the Yankees logo in the colors of, you know. So it had to be a hot dog? Like you couldn't get a hamburger? It was a hot dog, yeah. That seems very phallic. That's what I'm saying. Yep. It was purposeful. Yeah. Yeah. It met its purpose. We sat there and, you know. Yeah, what if I wanted, like, Italian sausage? Uh, Well, I don't know. You could pay extra for that. (laughs) Exactly. So so that was a little fun excursion. And then Jay got to go because Jay and I, you know, we work for the same company. And um, and we had a good time. We rode down all the way um, from West Haven to to directly right to the to the stadium. Yep, it was a fun ride. It was a nice train ride. Yeah, I got I, me some I liquor. Been, yeah, and... I haven't been on the train in over twenty years. So. God. <laughs> so I got a new boss, and my boss went with me. I yeah. ended up getting her a ticket for her and her son. She she had to behave. I did not somewhere. behave at all. <laughs> not at all. I was so horrible the whole time. And, um, but it was fun. It was fun. And 
one thing uh, for all you uh, baseball fans out there, if you go to the Giants Stadium and you are a smoker like me, shame I know, Yankee. but whatever. Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium. What did yeah. I say? Giants. Giants. Oh, that's football. I'm talking about tight ends and wide receivers. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, sorry. I confused my sports. If you go to the Yankee Stadium, um, be advised that once you go in, you cannot leave. And come back in. So if you're a smoker, you're, you're fucked. So my new boss, myself, and another boss from one of the other areas in, in my job, we were like, oh, my God, we're going to go smoke. We were literally trying to bribe security guards. Like, yo, dude, I'll give you 50 bucks if you take me to your break lounge. Because I know you must got one. And I'm like, okay, I'll do you one better. I'll give you 100 bucks if you take me to your break lounge. It's like, nobody smokes here. We're like, oh, fuck. This is crazy. <laughs> and... um. So, so when you're a fiend, you do what you need to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Girl, that's why I quit. So so <laughs> what ended up happening, what had happened was. What had happened was. What had happened was is that. An hour and a half later, I'm like, where the hell's Tommy? <laughs> we, get, we literally were on our way to give up. No. And we're walking towards the elevators to go upstairs. And, um, you know, I said to myself, hmm, there's got to be a way. So you mean to tell me I can hang out outside all day? I don't need to be in the stadium. I, mean, I don't even watch baseball like this. So I'm cool. And she looks at me. She goes like, now nah, we should go back to our seats. And I'm like, all right. So on our way up, I'm they're walking. And I grab my cell phone and I'm looking. And I go to tickets.com. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I can't go back in. I can't go out and come back in with the existing ticket, but what if I'm outside and I buy new tickets and then come back in? They were only 12 bucks, so I bought three tickets. I said, let's walk outside, and they're looking at me like, are you sure? The mind of an addict. They're not going to let us back in. <laughs> That's what I mean. And so, yeah, I walked out. We bought three $12 tickets, uh, which, honestly, $12 tickets is cheaper than the $35 beer that you drink upstairs. Mm. True. So I, I wasn't my because I literally two drinks the, the, thirty seven fifty yeah, yeah the tickets are cheaper than the drink They're yeah like, I mean, it's insane that's how they get you yeah and so um so we ended up we smoked like four cigarettes each and then we just walked back in so yeah that was interesting <laughs> proud of you yeah. yeah and but we had a good time. We yeah. had a good time. And then and we I had got to a gay Yankees hat, so that's all that matters. You did, you yeah. did. I got we, one. We told you we'd hook you up. Yeah, we're gonna get I you. I love it. You I love got it? one. Have got you worn it? Oh yeah, it's super butch. Yeah, but I look cute. Yeah, look he, cute. he does. He does. He took have, a picture have of you it. Have you worn it to Starbucks yet? Uh, you you totally should. You so might. So I went twice this week, mm. and he wasn't there. Uh, mm. Cannot. Okay, something's not right. I think he, you know, left forever. I don't know. Oh boy. Mm. I think you're gonna, need, you're gonna need a new a new muse. No. Uh, oh. I love me some Tori. Okay. Well, well, get it, girl. Just get it. Get it. So, anyway, <laughs> um, what did you do this past week, Trish? I can't talk about it on the air. Okay. Not no, it thing. was a good week. I had <laughs> just a lot going on with work. And then, of course, I have a lot going on with the Pride Center. So, literally my week was work and a lot of busy work basically yeah <laughs> yeah which is um, nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with that i mean you know it's obviously it, it takes time to 
because you are you are now you're the president of the board, right? Mm-hmm. And so it takes time for you to come in and sort of kind of establish yourself and figure out you know directions and things and how things are going to work out, and that that yeah. takes time. Yeah, and we had you, you got to find your cadence, your rhythm. Yeah, and. You know, on top of all that, with everything that happened, I'm like, all right, well, I need this monthly, I need this weekly, like, right. so that I can, re- you know, review everything. And so it's just, it's been a lot, but it'll be fine. It'll be good. Right. It'll be great. Well, I'm, I'm excited, and I think it's a good thing that you know you're there. I think Join it's a board, thing. they said. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fun. They said you'll love it. They said it'll be great for your career. They said it won't really take much of your time. They said. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, I know. Um, Jaybird. Yes. How are you? Not bad. Uh, decent week. Baseball game. Uh, had a good time. Uh, just uh, not much, really. It was kind of a low-key weekend. This weather's still kind of iffy, so you get up, you're not sure if it's going to rain, or right. if it's not going to rain, or if it's going to... And it's finally hot, Yeah, which is a good thing. It's finally warming up, and it's... I don't know. It's weird. Like by now, I'd have the AC blasting at home, but it cools down enough at night that with just a window fan, I sleep comfortably. Yeah, I guess. Which I still feel we- find weird for. A yeah, I'm just like thanking <laughs> so it, but... so many kilowatt hours right now <laughs> yeah. with my solar because I haven't been using it. Now my air conditioning is on because yeah. it was warm in the past two days. But yeah, it's been it's been different. Yeah, it's, it's been, been different. different. I think I've been dealing more with the weather adjustments than anything right. else dude my skin is going crazy because of humidity allergies. not humid like it's have just you like, broken out because i broke yeah, out yeah i broke i i all around a, my glasses i had right, yeah yeah on my chin my arms how's I'm your like, butthole doing oh it needs work Right. <laughs> she's in the shop mm. she's in the shop she's in the shop in the shoppy shoppy shop so um <laughs> Wait, can I've, we take a moment? Like, what what happened here? Yeah, what's with that? Like, what? We'll talk about that later. I just want to quickly <laughs> let you all know because we are live and we are streaming, and there's microphones around us. If you hear dogs barking, oh yes, it's not my dogs. My two dogs sit very silently on the other side of this wall here that you can't see in the studio while we're recording, and they know better. But I'm babysitting two puppies. For my cousin, um, who's traveling for the next two weeks, so they'll be with me for two weeks, and they are losing their shit upstairs right now because no one's paying them attention. So, are my apologies in advance. So, yeah, that's going to be my life for the next two weeks. Four dogs in the house, and then when Jackie comes over, that's six, and then when Trish brings over Raleigh, that's seven. I'm not going to be bringing her over anymore, really. No. That moves are out you this lo- weekend. Are you losing her in the custody? Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's losing Raleigh and the cat. Thank God. I mean, no, <laughs> the, not Raleigh, the, the, the cat. cat Raleigh. Yeah. I love Raleigh. You, you uh, but you need to bring her over at least one more time before she goes away for Maybe when they're moving. Okay. I'll bring her over. But yeah, no, I'm excited about them moving out, but at the same time, like it's a little weird. Right. Not having to like worry about waking up and walking the dog or doing all these things that you're normally used to doing or feeding or watering or. Well, what I realized last night. So last night I was cooking dinner mm-hmm. and Pat had left to go and bring his bed frame and a couple other things up to the new place. And it was so quiet and like there was nothing going on besides me cooking. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is what it's going to be like. And I was like. This is great, but it's also quiet. 
it's new and weird. Yeah. Like, Silence. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's, Want to see something fun? Look at the camera. Ah! Uh, you can see a little like bu- bubble of you on the bottom while we're talking, and you know it's pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> Is that why I have this new Mevo? I suppose. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why doesn't Jay have a Mevo? It's coming. It's in the mail. Hasn't gotten here yet. All right. So you gave it to me because it contours. Yeah, yes. it gives it just makes you look fabulous. The angle is just, you know, because you're worried about it too many like things. It looks like a gun. It's like, okay. I, like, literally, I wish people could see what this looks like. And it got looks your like gun. I've got like a gun. They probably at me. can. I mean, they can. You know. They can see it on it's, the. Uh, yeah, it's right in the video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, literally. And he got your gun. So. Um, all right. So yeah, we have a guest today. So, um, our dish is going to have to sort of kind of consist of whatever's left of the first half of the show, because we're going to dedicate the next half of the show to talk with Kyle, um, about his new, um, work, but you know, it was pride in New York this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently it was a very successful Pride. A lot of people turned out. It was a really, really good time. I missed it. Unfortunately, I couldn't go because I was working at the bar. Um, but overall, everything that I've been hearing so far has been very, very good about Pride, which is great given the temperature of, of how things are going with drag queens and with, you know, book bannings and all this other stuff. So um, it was a very uneventful Pride in a good way, Right. Uh, but one thing that happened over the course of the last weekend, uh, which was reported in The Advocate um, not too long ago, is, um, you know, all the things that historically have happened around this time of year um, when the Supreme Court typically ends their session, right? Because they always end their session the last weekend of June, uh, which is why they get most of the decisions out um, around this time before they go on recess and they come back for the next session the following year. Um, and one of those consequential decisions that were made back in 2015 was the invalidation of DOMA, right? Uh, which legalized marriage equality in the United States of America in all 50 states. And one of the amazing things about that too is, you know, that, that the plaintiffs that were, um, you know, pivotal in making that happen, um, when you think about Obergefell, when you think about uh, Windsor, uh, these were individuals who who fought and won, right? And this year, um, two of those individuals, uh, Edie Windsor and Thea Sp- Spire, uh, who were a couple, they were one of the the plaintiffs that uh, successfully invalidated or argued for the invalidation of DOMA in our Constitution. Um, they were honored honored in a big way. So uh, marriage equality pioneer Edie Windsor and her wife, Thea Spire, have been honored by having an intersection in New York's Greenwich Village named for them. So the intersection, of course, is Fifth Avenue and Washington Square North, uh, which was designated Edie Windsor and Thea Spire, uh, Spire Way. And, uh, it, there was a, they held a ceremony on a, on a Tuesday. Uh, Windsor and Spire lived at the corner of... Uh, for lived at that corner for 43 years the new york city council had approved the honorary naming last year and they decided to do that uh this time around um it's just you know amazing to see that you know a lot of the people unfortunately Edie is no longer with us Mm -hmm. and neither is her wife um i think one of the only living survivors of of those consequential you know plaintiffs is um the spouse of uh, a burgerfell 
I think, right? Because his spouse unfortunately passed away as well. Honestly, I don't know. Um, but it's a beautiful thing to see people who have been or um, have had such an impact on our mm-hmm. community be honored in such a very big way. Yeah, you know what I think? So uh, this past weekend, what I didn't mention was I went to a Young Democrats um, panel mm. uh, at York Street. Um mm-hmm one of the oldest gay bars here in Connecticut. And they were talking about pride. They were talking about funding for education in the LGBTQ plus community and youth and, and all these amazing things that are really important as well as people trying to like hide things in bills at the end of session and get them passed. Right. And luckily we have now four um, members of the LGBTQ plus community at the state level that identify and say, fuck, no, that's not happening. Right. But what they brought up, which I found interesting was they were talking about corporate pride and how all these corporations or institutions start really focusing in and supporting the LGBTQ plus community during the month of June, which is great and which they should do and will take it, of course. But really, at the end of the day, while we honor these people, um, like what you were just talking about, we should really be honoring pride all year long, right? right? Because it's it's not just we have one month and we celebrate pride. We are always out. We're always proud. We don't leave our gayness at the door. We continually have those hard conversations and we continually educate people. And I think that if you're going to show up and want to support pride month, you should show up every month of the year and show me how you're going to show up. Right. Right. And I think it's important for, for organizations that are looking to incorporate, you know, celebrating pride and supporting your 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 um, community members in your organizations to foster environments and foster programming and um, and events that span the entire year, mm-hmm. not just the month of June, yeah. because I, I think it just keeps the message fresh in everyone's mind too. Yeah, and not to be shameless, but at the right. at the end of the day, you know. The state funds certain programs that are geared toward the LGBTQ plus community, both in schools and privately, right. you know, whether it's a community center or not. But you can't think, all right, I'm going to cut you a check for $100,000 and you'll be fine and then do all the amazing work that you do. Like there needs to be a bigger investment both at the corporate level and both at the state level. Oh, of course. And hopefully federal level right. um, in both community centers and education, because that's the first thing that gets cut. You know what I mean? This one person was telling a story about, I think he had, I can't remember how many thousands of kids that he was the counselor for um, at his, in his district. Right. And they cut funding. So he was the only person that was there to help these kids if they needed, you know, direction for, you know, mental health or whatever it is. And obviously he's a gay man. Um, and he works a lot with the LGBTQ community and, uh, the education system. Right. But at the same time, like you're cutting this funding and you're cutting these positions, but like, what about the kids? You keep trying to blame everything. Uh, let's ban this book. Let's burn this book. Let's, you know, cut this program right. because it's not, it's not good for kids. Ban drag queens. The and... first thing you fucking do is cut funding for schools in education that affects the same kids that you're using as a fucking 
you know, excuse to ban books and ban education and cut funding and blame drag queens. You know, like it's bullshit. It's like it's such bullshit. It's really it's really hard to fathom. Right. Um, When when they do things like this, you know, Uh, another thing that I always say, for example, um, I'll, I'll go back to corporate America. Right. Oh, you want to say celebrate pride? You want to, you know, put up a rainbow flag and show face and, you know, bring pretty rainbow cupcakes. We love rainbow cupcakes. You know, no offense to the rainbow cupcakes. But if you want to make significant changes in your workforce, make sure that you incorporate uh, gender affirming um, policies in in the workforce. Make sure that your, you know, for example, um, your your policies and procedures reflect your 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 commitment to our community. Make sure that if you have, uh, for example, a yearly, um, what's that thing that we do every year? Physical? No. (laughs) Annual meeting? No, we have a a course that we have to take every year. Um, Oh, the uh, uh, harassment uh, course? um, Like sexual harassment. uh, The other one, I I can't remember. Discrimination? Diversity and inclusion training? No, it's, well, that we have. Um, I'm talking about, oh, God. Mm. Well, anyway, the, what I was trying to say was that if you are going to, you know, think, you know, start celebrating pride and showing your, your workforce that you want to be an inclusive uh, company, um, you have to put your foot, where, you know, put your foot where your mouth is and you have put to put your money where your mouth is and your foot too. make sure it's clean. No, put your foot in your mouth. If you're going to say something stupid, put your money I mean, where, where your, your mouth, mouth is, is if you're going to, you know pump out the cash. Um, one of the things that you should do is start looking um, internally with your partners, who are you do, doing business with, right? For example, if you know, you're know you doing business and you're providing insurance to your employees for, with an insurance company who does not support, for example, for example, gender-affirming care, or that are not considering maybe providing Truvada for free for members of the community who would like to have that benefit. Um, these are things that you can do tangibly as a corporation to negotiate the next time you have a contract coming up for insurance mm-hmm. to ensure that you're supporting your members uh, who happen to be part of the community that, um, you know, you have organizations that look for, for example, a network of doctors that support specifically LGBTQ plus people, right? Uh, these are all things that you can do as a company because you have the leverage when you're shopping for insurance to ensure that your insurance companies and partners are supporting these initiatives, that it's part of a basic package mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, not finding out, you know, that you want to go through. Are we talking about enrollment? Everything. No medical enrollment that you were looking for. No, it's it's okay. no. I'm still. It's still. Gotcha. Never it, mind. It can't get in. Yeah. There's so many things that companies can do like this that make significant changes. Yeah, right? and, and you have to think too. You know, outside of just the employee, but the employee's circle and their family, because mm-hmm. a lot of companies, you know, they're providing insurance for an individual, but also their family. And there are a lot of families that are currently in situation where they need gender affirming care, right. where they have a, you know, gay son who may right. want Travada because now kids are on insurance until 25. Right. So, or you might have a couple who are legally married that are looking to adopt, you know, look for opportunities to be able to include as part of your insurance package or, you know, your, your benefits, 
the fact that you would support, for example, in vitro fertilization or um, what is the surrogacy, right? Um, well, I do have to say one thing, though. I think that I think your company is doing it right. You know, I think a lot. I think obviously the, we have a lot of work. There's always room for right. improvement. Right. But like, you know, yeah, you, you know, fly the pride flag for the month of June which is wonderful, but it doesn't end there. You know, internally you're doing the work and that's what matters. You don't have to be perfect, but you have to be doing the work. Right. And empower your employees, those actual members of the community to step up and be a part of that process, which is one of the the things that, you know, it was beautiful in a way, uh, the way it was done. Um, But, you know, I'll tell you a little story and I'm not going to mention any names. Obviously, you know, I want to protect their, their anonymity. And, uh, but I have coworkers who unfortunately, you know, move from Spain because that part of our company doesn't support surrogacy, but the company here in the US does. Mm-hmm. And so they moved here, uh, they came here and worked for this part or this side of the company just so that they could have their children. And they have two beautiful daughters. They're amazing. Um, and uh, it really makes me happy that, you know, this was possible for them, that they were able to start a family because of some of the programs and support that we have currently in place. So um, if you're a company and you're looking to make significant changes for all of your members, not just members of our community, but, you know, every single member, just really think about um, negotiating with partners that you do business with um, in a very, very transparent and inclusive way. The last thing I'll say about all this stuff. Yes, because we have to go to break. I know we have to go to break. Um, one of uh, the Democratic gay representatives um, that was at this panel said, just because somebody is marked as a Democrat on a ballot does not mean you should be voting for them. And he said that specifically because he has been seeing more and more Democrats with this anti-gay rhetoric. So do your research mm-hmm. and make sure you know who you're voting for. Right. Agreed. 100%. All right. Well, uh, let's stick a pin in this conversation. We can come back at it after um, our, our break and after our guest tonight. And so uh, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back shortly. All right. Well, ladies and gents, uh, we are back from the break. Um, Let me try that again. Ladies and gents, we are back from the break. And for once, it wasn't the intern. Wasn't me. I didn't do it. Um, Unfortunately, our guest is not going to be here today. Um, We'd had some issues with scheduling. So we're going to figure out how we're going to work that out and reschedule our guest and get them back on the show. And we just realized he's probably in Connecticut. So he could just probably just come to the studio. I know. Who knows? Um, But anyway, so we're just going to pivot and uh, give you a a little bit more dish and uh, and then figure out what we're going to do from there. Sorry. So um, it's okay. You're stuck with us. Yeah, that's it. We're stuck with him. Um, But anyway, um, so Trish, I do see that you had a story in the notes. So why don't we talk about that and then we can pivot and move on to other things? Or did you want to go and and sort of kind of, um, you know, go back to what we were talking about before? Or is that did we beat the horse dead? Uh, Sorry, Peter. I was just going to say that um, (laughs) (laughs) the episode from this queer book saved my life. Oh, okay. Yes. Let's talk about that. It broke a record. It broke a record. People actually wanted to listen to I you. Know. It, it, for the in the oh. first day it broke um the most downloads since they started the show. That's nice. amazing. That's amazing. And I will tell you that um uh JP 
Debergosian. Um, oh God, it's it, it's a tongue twister. But um, such a sweet guy. And then um, his is it his husband, his husband and producer partner, partner? James uh, Pound. James Pound. Oh my God, they're such a great team, and they do great work. If you haven't listened to their podcast, this queer book saved my life. Go on your favorite, you know, platform. I think they are on Spotify. Uh, and they're also on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and listen to the, these episodes. I mean, you're talking about um, quality storytelling of individuals who have an opportunity to thank the authors who've actually written or produced the work that changed their life for the better. And what better way of being able to you know, come full circle on things than to be able to interview and sit there and have a conversation with the person that wrote that work? Yeah. You know? Um, and since we're here, since we're talking about it, can you talk a little bit about your experience with that? Like, how was that for you? How cathartic? Because you knew the person that, that, um, that wrote this play. Yeah, I knew him. Right. Um, we had met, but we weren't... It's not like we... Re- really got to know one another right so so while you were because you guys met when you were in louisville mm-hmm. okay and so because you were doing your 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 internship down there is that what what, what was it that yeah, you were it was doing? my internship it was right. during that year yeah so so you go down there you know you met this person briefly you didn't connect 100 percent. 100 percent. right <laughs> And this person ends up writing something, writing a screenplay that you had an opportunity to see. Um, and he probably, they probably never knew that, that this particular play impacted your life so profoundly until you had an opportunity to talk about it with him on their show. Yeah. How no. was that like for you? Um, I, it was, it was good. It was interesting. Um, What I took away from it was more like this individual who wrote this play, you know, and he said during the show, during the podcast that, you know, you spend all this time writing this play or writing this book and then, you know, it may never be produced. Most of his work hasn't been produced. Right. But then when it does, like, you don't really know what the reaction is going to be or you know if it will have a life after its first production and right. and i think having that conversation with him just solidified for me that like it's like an affirmation like this was important work yes it was and like i think he felt that in the conversation and i think that's what was important to me that's what i took away like right. i hope i hope that you know he he felt it i mean think about it um when was the last time? When, when did you leave Louisville? Oh, God. How old am I? I don't know. Decades? Are we talking about maybe 10, 15 years? It's been 84 years. I think it's, it's been, been 12, right. 12 years, 12, 13 so, years. So put that into perspective. Think about that. It literally has been over a decade that this person was running the world running through the world without knowing that his work, something he created impacted another human being in the way that it did. And you know, what's funny too. Yeah. Do you know one of the characters in the play Mm. at Louisville? I still, I'm, we still talk every once in a while, but it was uh, this guy, Corey who played the Riddler in the Batman series. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. So I'm glad you had an opportunity to to first of all affirm to someone that you know all of our creative works are always important. There's always someone that gets touched or moved by the work that you do, and so you know try to, if you can, at some point in time, um, make it a point to let those that have changed your life know because it might change their life in ways that you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, because for all you know, that episode, that podcast could have been the the push that he needed to because he might have been defeated yeah well yeah. and it's funny too because like he when we it, you know the the show is edited unlike ours but like right there, there was a moment when we were beginning where he's like you know i don't really remember meeting you because we met so briefly at like a meet and greet right and um i was like completely understandable and whatnot but the fact of the matter is from that moment on when i went to long wharf um, from Massachusetts, I kept saying to everybody, I was like, we need to produce this play. We need to produce this play. They never did, but like, it was always on the list. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's important. It's impactful. And I think like, you know, maybe one day I'll produce it somewhere. Right. So if you have something that has changed your life and Tom, Jay, Oh, oh no, make sure that good. you tell them. Too bad I can't say the same for you. <laughs> oh, I changed your life, all right. <laughs> oh, she and have, did. And you have to also remember, in in the world of the arts, mm. there have been many plays that have been written and sit for years mm-hmm. before they're produced. All of a sudden, they're produced and they're a hit. So, right. I think I think a lot of times. I mean, it's nice that you were able to experience that. I know. His mic stand is. I can't see Chase's face. It's nice that he was able to produce that, and 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 you were able to experience (laughs) it. They want to have a moment. I'm sure you're not the only person that experienced it, but um, you know you also got to remember that sometimes, you know, stuff like that, especially certain works that that people write, take years before people actually pick up on it. Mm -hmm. It's the sad truth. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, it's like, especially in theater. How, how many, it's it's not just theater. I mean, like you look at certain, um, you know, artists Artists. like Mm -hmm. that die before they become famous. Oh my God. For me, that was Eva Cassidy. If you've never heard her, listen to her music. Well, I was talking about painters, but yes, but you said music, right? You mentioned music. Eva Cassidy was a singer. Um, honestly, one of the best voices I've ever heard in my life. She died very young of an illness, but the work that she left behind has, oh my God, changed me for forever. She's got um, a version of Sting's Field Field of Goad. Oh my God, it's amazing. She does um, a version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which is, I mean, the the hair on your body just stands up it's insane um give her a listen she's amazing she's beautiful Mm. and she's gone yeah but i mean that's you know and that was basically what i was getting to you know a lot of times you don't see stuff until years after Mm. it's been produced which is kind of shame it's shame because like you said you know it's been like a thing you've been pushing for you can still do it. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, I think you're in a better position now to make those, those suggestions as well. So yeah, probably hint, but I'll have to hint. ask for more money. Absolutely. Hey, listen, which you can get, we've seen you work. Oh girl, we've seen you work. She can, right. honey, she can, yeah. she can sell water to a dry lake. Mm-hmm. That's basically what I do. Yeah, pretty <laughs> well, much. That doesn't make sense. 
sell water to a dry lake. That would be an easy a broke sell. a broke dry lake with a no money. Like oh, I'll give you. Sell I'll water go to an and ocean sell. Front. There I'll you sell. go. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah. You can sell salt water to a lake. That's yeah, more. That, yeah. Kill me, but I'll take it anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's yep. awesome. So I sell nothing. I sell nothing. No, I do. I sell something very important, but image. Yeah. Yeah. Now, image, arts, you know, um, community. Uh, it, it's all. It all comes full circle, so it's important. Um. All right. So before I let Trish jump into her her story here, I have sad news for all of you Madonna fans out there who got tickets for her tour. Madonna came down with um, a bacteria, a serious bacterial infection, evidently, and um, as a result of that, uh, she had to cancel a lot of her shows. So if you have tickets, oh, I'm so sorry, but, you know, Madam X or Madam M or whatever it is that they call her, um, she's, she's down for the count and she won't be able to do those shows. So look for either rescheduling or you might want to just start asking for your money back because you're not going to see her. She's, she's down for a little bit. I mean, she's up there, you know, she's for someone, for someone who's up there in her age, she looks fantastic. I mean, she was a little swollen the last time we saw her on TV, but that's a different story. But she keeps Girl, active. I gotta ice my face like mm. every day. I get it. So did Mommy Dearest. I mean, <laughs> Faye Dunaway killed it. You know, playing. Um... I mean, just like put an ice bath outside my like front door. But wait a minute. So you remember the movie Mommy Dearest, right? Let's talk about this for a minute. This bitch had a fridge in her bathroom, a freezer, and she pulled a bucket, like a little bowl of ice, and she threw it in the sink, and she used to wash her face with ice in the morning. Why aren't you at that level, girl? I mean, uh, maybe. I could. I could. <laughs> She'll be able to do it now. I could. No. I could. Joan, <laughs> oh, you need single. to Joan Crawford that shit. Like, you, your apartment's about to get redone. Tell them to put a fucking freezer in your bathroom. Mm. Freezer. <laughs> Right under the counter, so you can put your little ice in there, and then you can just you can just do every morning, just smack your face right into it. I just need to marry up, and I get one of those like <laughs> what, um, cryogenic chambers. Yeah, yeah, like, the whole wake body. Up every morning, and I just like stumble into it, and I come out, and I'm like, oh, 25 years ago. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was missing, huh? Yeah, no, but it's cool. So, um, yeah, so if you got tickets for Madam X, oh, sorry. Um. Good luck next time. So, um. But we wish her well. You know, nothing yeah, against. I, I think the article mentioned something about an ICU visit, so it's mm. pretty serious. I, it, listen, a bacterial infection is nothing to fuck with. Yeah, your body can go into what? What do they call that? Sept, sepsis. Sept, 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 yeah. Sept, septic. Sepsis. Septic shock. Septic. Yeah. So, um, just be careful. Stop putting things in your mouth. All you men out there sucking all those dirty dicks. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. No, <laughs> no but if it does smell a little bit, <laughs> there is shower beforehand. Shower beforehand. Wash it. PSA. 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 They may be cute, but if it's got a little stank, yeah. throw it in the shower. <laughs> Definitely throw it in the shower. All right. What do you got teed up for us, go? <laughs> all right. So, um, Another thing I did this weekend and this past week was I started a new show um, on Netflix called Glamorous. Yes. Oh, okay. I've seen, the, seen the previews for it. I haven't watched it yet. It's pretty campy. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, I enjoyed it. But basically, um, Miss Benny, uh, who plays Marco, um, 
is a up and coming makeup artist that's on YouTube, right? And then was offered a job by like the Anna Winter of makeup artists. And so she starts working at this big company and it's, you know, the whole trajectory of her career and her family and all the gay people that work there and what they go through. And they launch a whole like campaign around pride, which is amazing. But um, this individual is a transgender um, male, uh, which is amazing to see not only she portrays kind of a feminine gay man on the show, Mm -hmm. but like having representation from our community actually in, in the show being the actor and not a straight actor playing Playing, this role. Right. It's pretty amazing. And then she opened up about her experience coming out as a trans, trans woman, trans, trans woman, not trans man. Um, and it's just a, it, it was a, really touching story well i think you know the story overall it just gives them them an opportunity anyone really um they can really just you know watch something like this and say you know this is heartwarming this makes gives me all the feel goods and also big up to netflix because netflix has been killing it when it Mm -hmm. comes to producing content that is inclusive that is not that is unapologetically gay unapologetically Unapologetically. uh, Unapologetically gay. Unapologetically black. (laughs) Unapologetically Latino. um, Trans. And trans and everything. And they're really just going out of their way to make sure that, you know, they're elevating black black people, Mm -hmm. brown people, gay people, trans people. Um, they're killing it right now with a lot of the stuff that they have going on. So yeah. it's super I cool. Think the new Heartstopper is coming out this month. Yes, which I it can't is. Wait. I can't wait. Um, we talked about that uh, in a previous episode. Yep. Red, red, white, and royal blue is coming uh-huh. out on my birthday. Oh my god! So I'm super excited about that. Okay. So we'll we'll have to. Maybe I'll get a projection screen. And viewing we'll, party. Hello. Viewing party outside. Yeah. Totally. In the stars. I can't wait. It'll probably rain. Most likely. It'll pour. Yeah. We'll look like red rat, like red sewer rats from New York City. <laughs> Weren't we listening to Let's Have a Kiki outside? We were playing music outside. Were we not this dancing? Weekend. We were kikiing yeah. out in the in the on the patio. Oh, you we got Let's Have a Kiki and then locked the doors. We were like tight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, no, it's just great to see um, you know actors coming out and being honest about who they are. And and sharing their story so that, you know, when you have a platform, use your platform. And right. when we see people like this doing that, it's it's great, especially in this political climate right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Oh, and you get to see Henry Cavill in um, The Witcher. Season three, I think. Season two. Season three. Season That's not three. necessarily gay, but it's going to uh, be nice. Um, hello? Staring at Henry Cavill is just gay on its own level there is one relationship in the show that we should talk about well let's talk about it okay so marco miss benny Uh um meets somebody at the gym i believe um and they start oh i thought we were talking about the witcher he's we're going back to the show okay gotcha you're all over the place back on topic yes um no so back to glamour meets this what seems like a great guy and 
literally looking at you know their story throughout the show really he isn't a bad guy but has a hard time you know enjoying their presence in public because of how they present themselves. Um, And I think it took a while for the character Marco to realize that that's what was going on. Um, But I think it's important to note that like, if you're with somebody that, that, that is ashamed of you or that is afraid to like take you out in public because of who you are, who you are or how you present that, they're not the right person for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the arc in this show really showed that, you know, that's it. It showed it in a healthy way, but right. I think a lot of people still, it's will, something it's, will stay with somebody because right. they, they've experienced it. Right. right. Well, it's, it's kind of hard to, um, you know, once you've invested emotionally in any relationship, when you see, signs like that uh, they're 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 not hard to ignore but they're hard to walk away from right because you, you there's an innate feeling in as humans to to want to to get someone to understand right mm-hmm. i'm gonna make you see the light right i i'm gonna help you i'm gonna be your champion i'm gonna be you know the person who's gonna who's gonna really show you that who i am there's nothing wrong with me and the need to do that as humans we all have it we all do it uh, sometimes doesn't allow us to see, you know, that the writing's on the wall. Yeah. And I mean, even, even today, I mean, we talk about the fact that like when we were walking down the street, we clock things like, do we have to like adjust our mannerisms? Do we have to adjust the fact that I'm holding somebody's hand or, or, or whatnot? But like, if you're in a relationship with somebody, no matter the circumstance, you should feel supported and seen. Right. Um, and, and not afraid to present yourself the way you are, no matter what situation you're in. Right. It's just unfortunate that in today's right, society and Absolutely. in today's, um, you know, climate, when it comes to some of the things that are happening politically, you know, um, those are things that unfortunately you have to think about, mm-hmm. you know, where you stand, how you stand, who you're with, what you're doing with the person that you're with, you know? Um, yeah. And I feel like the trans community specifically, faces this constantly they're, every you know, single day they're looking for a partner and that partner doesn't want to share in their space in their world and and yeah. be public right yeah. it's all and gotta both, be they right. both their partner's world and their world so right. it's like it's a double whammy yeah and i think you also gotta think about i know the show is portraying you know it's it's what actually happens, which is mm-hmm. one thing that I appreciate about that right. that concept. You know, it's kind of bringing bringing you stuff that actually happens to people, and and this is a soft way of showing it because yeah. a lot of times it's not that nice the way it occurs. You know what I mean? And yeah, and people are. I mean, when people say I'm scarred, and and this may trigger you. You know, it's because their experience, which may have been much more worse mm-hmm. uh, when when it actually occurred to them. So the sad yeah. truth is you're not wrong. And, and it actually depicts the fact that within our community, there is discrimination. Absolutely. Right? And and, you know, I, I'm sorry, but the truth is like gay men are kind of at the top. 
when you look at the so you know socially because we get the most visibility and most acceptance and then as you walk down the ladder you know by representation isn't even really a thing unless you're reading a book yeah right you know lesbians they are subpar to some of the representation that gay men see on film and in tv mm-hmm. and then when it comes to the trans community that that's under attack right like you put a show out there and it just gets slammed yeah. right i mean but we, we we do have to say while this the trans community has been going through a lot of shit Left and right, they're being attacked from government. Policies are being, you know, uh, enacted to to attack the right to exist. Um, you have to think about some of the groundbreaking work that we've seen in the past, oh, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. six seven years. Think of Pose. Think of you know um, MJ Rodriguez and 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 her you know ability to to transcend in different variety of roles, and she's doing super well right now. To see shows like this. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, thanks to to networks like Netflix, who are just bringing, you know, this amazing content right in your face, front mm-hmm. and center. So yeah. it's, it's super cool to see to see happening. And while there is still a lot of work to do, I'm proud of the fact that we have come a very, very long way when it comes to um, seeing trans actors, mm-hmm. especially. I, th- um, I agree. But I also think it's important to note that, like the, you know, LGBTQ plus movement is one of the youngest rights movements in the nation. Of course. One of the fastest growing, one of the youngest, but also one of the most productive in history. 100%. But when things happen quickly, there can be a lot of backlash. And so while we're seeing these, you know, politicians and, you know, uh, groups of people that are coming, coming for the trans community, coming for the gay community in general, um, it's kind of to be expected and we have to we have to weather the storm. Right. Yeah. It's and, a fad for them yeah. because they have no political platform right now. And so they're saying, okay, well, let's go attack the gay people and blame them for, you know, child molestation and pornography and exposing our children to this and children to that. And really and honestly, they just so, they have nothing. You know so remember when I told you that the um Pride Parade our Pride Festival was canceled in my parents' town in Florida, Port St. Lucie. Yeah. I found out why. Why? So it was canceled because families with children were allowed to come. That's why it was canceled. It was canceled because children were being allowed to participate. In- yeah. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier. Right. You're going to pigeonhole children... And 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 and, and want look to at, yeah. use an escape ghost for for and, your and, and this is what I've noticed too. A, a lot of the stuff that's also happening, especially within the school system, is is from this group that uh, parents for parents for the rights of children, or I'm not sure 100 percent what. However, right, it's it's these so-called parents that are trying to put these laws and 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 bylaws into place. While disregarding parents mm-hmm. of LGBT, so you're telling me a specific group of parents can decide for every parent, which yeah. I think is bullshit, right? You know, so we know we know where it's coming from. We see their standpoint that mm-hmm. it's it's just BS. But you can't tell me that you know a specific group of parents, all right, is 
stating that you know trans kids are are being damaged by their parents and we can't allow these books in the school because it affects my child mm -hmm. well it might affect your child but it doesn't affect everybody else's child right. and you have Keep the option of, yeah you have the option of of letting your child know you don't have to participate or read this book the problem but you shouldn't make the choice for every fucking parent i agree with you 100 i think the biggest problem right now is that the right wing news is brainwashing oh yeah parents like to the extent where i have family members who are super supportive of me that are like i would never bring my child to a you know drag book mm -hmm. reading book, or book what, reading, yeah. whatever it is and i'm like why because you wouldn't have said that six months ago before this whole fucking shit started. Right. It wouldn't even been a thing. Well, they'll drop them off to Sunday school and leave them there unattended for eight hours. Exactly. Like, when, <laughs> I came out as, when I came out as gay, my mom, one of her questions to me was, did father blank touch, touch you? you. <laughs> like, are oh you fucking God. kidding me? So, I mean, it's... And... That's a great fucking point right there. Absolutely great point. Why, if you feel safe within this community, would you go to that? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, well, you know, no but, but here's the thing. or trans individual exactly. is going to touch a child inappropriately. One, in general, well, I can't say that completely right. because completely. some people are. I, I mean. Up. But two. In front of their fucking parents. The yeah. question That's becomes... That's why you're there, to supervise your child. The question becomes, how many drag queens, how many trans women or men or trans people or not people who are non-binary have ever been arrested for, for child molestation versus how many priests do we have proof of that have molested children in church? Mm -hmm. Your children are safer at a fucking drag show than they are in the fucking pulpit. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. And in schools, honestly. Yeah. Case in point, To Catch a Predator. Why was the show canceled? I don't know that show. To Catch a Predator? Yeah, why was it canceled? Because they caught a state senator from Texas mm. trying to oh. hook up with a child. What happens when they would ambush the predator and show up with all the cameras, the guy killed himself. Mm-hmm. So they canceled the show. Although this person was meeting up with a 12-year-old child for sex. That's fucking crazy. It's but, crazy. But that, you know, that, and that's and that's exactly what I'm talking They cover shit up. You can't cover the sun with your hands and They're say They're scapegoating an entire community. They scapegoat right. an entire community. Yeah. Right. They're pushing the blame from where it needs to be actually pointed to. To the people that have the least mm -hmm. issue, the least to be associated with it. And I think that there are two reasons why it's happening. One, because they're using, you know, the LGBTQ plus mainly trans drag community to cover up shit that they're trying to push through. They have no policy. They have nothing. So they need to focus their hate and their energy on something that will drive their minions and, no, no. and their, their correctly identified basket of deplorables. Yep. Thank you, Miss Clinton, um, to, to motivate them, to yeah, bring but, them out. But, but it's, I'm, I'm talking about pushing through policy that we're so focused on drag queens 
and then they push through something that's really oh, going absolutely. to affect us. Absolutely. And then two, because right now the temperature because of, you know, Donald Trump and the Trumpers is so like elevated and so radical that people like this, like they know that they can capitalize on this energy and right. on this moment. So mm-hmm. they're using this, this group of people to capitalize on that energy so that they could push through shit that they want to push through. Absolutely. But, notice. but if they had any validity to the shit they're spewing, I would say there's some validity, but they're just making shit up. Oh, 100%. I would say a thousand percent on this one. I mean, these I mean, motherfuckers make shit up and, all the and fucking time. Think where this is coming from. Most of this started in Florida, right? With Ron DeSantis. Um, trying to push all of these, like, you know, drag bans, etc. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, on the 23rd of June or something like that, a judge actually temporarily blocked Florida's uh, law widely seen as an attack on the drag community, um, which was, I believe, the second loss in court for, for Governor Ron D., to sanctimonium it's the 28th we can't say his name yet yeah, we promise we wouldn't trump light trump light there you go <laughs> um and this coming after another judge struck down a state ban uh for medicaid coverage on gender affirming care um u.s district court judge gregory presnell ruled against the drag ban after owners of a restaurant um hamburger mary's sued the state the restaurant, which is located, um, which has locations around Florida, said the law regarding live entertainment threatened a weekly event featuring drag queens. Purnell issued an injunction barring the state from enforcing the law while the court case proceeds and goes through the court. So, you know, we're, I, I think the lesson that we need to take here is that, you know, Drag performers are constitutionally protected by the First Amendment. Freedom of speech, being able to perform. Um, it's not a cabaret show. It's nothing sexual about it. It's just, you know, I see a lot of women wear a lot of worse clothes out in, in public than most drag queens who are literally wrapped like a fucking burrito. In public? How about... And let me not talk about the workplace. <laughs> so, so the thing is, it's like, while, you know, they're pushing all these bands, in the end, like Nick said, you know, we are a very driven community. We are... Driven in the sense that we want to fight for our rights. We want to be, we're very polarized and, and we're quick to react and quick to to come out in, in, in numbers to, to make change. What's quick, to, what we need to realize here that all these drag bans are eventually going to be invalidated mm-hmm. um, because they're unconstitutional. Right. It's already happened in Tennessee. You're seeing, you know, federal judges in various levels of different benches uh, go through the process of invalidating certain laws that are being enacted by states, even red states. So while we're going through it right now and we're in the trenches and we're being, you know, targeted and we feel attacked, um, it's a slow train. It's just we'll a little there. scary because it's nasty. Well, is what it you is. know, like I was saying earlier and like, you know, Representative Curry said at this thing, it's like just because there's a D next to their name doesn't mean you should vote for them. Right. Absolutely. Like the fact that that rhetoric is starting to seep into, you know, what we would consider the liberal party. Um, it's just nerve wracking. Right. You know but just I mean? because Even you're a liberal doesn't mean that you could be, for example, you could be a liberal person and still be racist. 100%. Yeah. You can still be a liberal person oh God, and still be anti-gay. 
one thousand percent. One hundred percent. How many times Nick says that? <laughs> mm. What was that? Um, the counter. <laughs> what was uh, it that we it used up. to do? Tally it up, right? Tally yeah. it up. But like, but here's the thing. Tally it tally up. up. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, it just makes me crazy because I think, like, okay, last thing I'm gonna say is like, we talk about these drag bands and all this stuff, and everybody's talking about drag and trans and all this shit. <laughs> But nobody's talking about the fact that the Nazis are growing like fucking crazy. Like there are mm. so many more members. They're so they're far more visible than ever. Can we just take a step back and realize how many fucking people the Nazi party killed in Germany? Like and just on the front lines in general? Like right. But that's okay. But that that's okay. That's okay to our government. America. But America. if you want to read a book in a dress with a pretty face, mm-hmm. that is or a fucking a book problem. that's you know written by a queer black person. That's a fucking problem. Or, yes. or a book that points out the injustices to the African American people and the that's people right. of color. Oh. That's Critical that, race theory. Yeah, we don't. That's we don't also hear old. That. We don't want to learn that. Ameri- that's not American history. Yes, please, it is, motherfucker. Please don't throw the truth in my face. Yeah, it yeah, hurts. You know. You know what? What kind of bugs me about that because i remember going to school and studying history and they how they discuss slavery and how you know all this stuff would happen with slaves and christopher columbus and it was taught for years for and years. they always try to make so, it look like like it a feel nice, grand yeah, right yeah. oh christopher columbus had a big ship right yeah. he had the biggest of the three what was it la 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 pinta la santa maria yeah we we learned them in Spanish. Yeah. So, oh, he had the biggest ship, and his ship was so big that it can bring all of these slaves over to, you know, to the new world. And we're like, what? See, so, the so thing what, is, I didn't even when I was in school, I knew about Christopher Columbus mm-hmm. as the founder or the you know founder of the free world, right? Yeah. But I had no idea, and it was never taught that there were slaves on those boats. Oh. There was, they did. They, they, I remember they did with us, but it, it wasn't necessarily. It was like, oh, and there were slaves yeah. on the boat. Yeah. Not yeah. only that, but think about all the people that he took back to 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 England <clears throat> or to Spain, wherever. They, I think I think Portugal was the one that sanctioned. No, he was Portuguese, and he went to Spain. For the Queen of Spain, <laughs> right? Yeah. Isabella. So think about all the all the uh, the native Indians that he went back to england with as his property think about all the genocide that was committed on all of these islands you know they were subjugated and Mm -hmm. put through the worst atrocities in the name of claiming land and because you know they saw them as inconsequential and people that they could easily subjugate did i mention what a family member said to me about juneteenth no Uh, (laughs) oh boy so it's a national holiday now. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And I had I'm it. mad that I don't have it off, but yeah. Well, I have it off. Working on it. I get it off. And I had mentioned it to a family member and they were like, oh, you get that off. You celebrate that now too. And I'm like, I'm going I'm to I'm pause you for a moment. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Like, look it up. Do some fucking research. It should be a national holiday. It should be a national holiday before a lot of the other holidays that we have. Yeah, 100%. And like, oh, I said it again. 1,000%. Tally it up. (laughs) Uh, So, Stop being so self-aware. 
Well, yeah. self-awareness is good until you use it to bring yourself down. So just yeah. remember that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, no, but uh, it, it's, yeah. I mean, a lot. Uh, I'm just saying, be nice to yourself. Not, you I mean, could, girl. Ju- Juneteenth is still kind of new. All, yeah. All, all together. Right. Um, you know, and and not to talk nonsense, but you know, there's still a lot of uh, you know African Americans that that they kind of know it, but don't know the whole history behind it mm-hmm. because it's still kind of raw. Right. Right. So a lot of people are still turn still learning from it, and I think <clears throat> God don't even mention Kwanzaa. Yeah, you know that's one of the the more it's one of the younger, you know, belief systems and traditions and and religion, if if we want to call it that, or celebrations uh, that has come up in the past. You know, I would say three decades, thirty years, um, and you know, it wasn't always observed in schools. Kwanzaa is now a new thing. You know that people you know get off um, from mm-hmm. schools. It's been added to the calendar. Um, so, so I don't know. People just have an issue with with groups of people being able to celebrate and 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 you know honor who they were and who they are and who they're gonna be and, yeah, and their and, history and, and yeah. culture. So, and, and if Mind you your look business. At it, yeah, if you look at it, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, right, is celebrated in that cusp of cusp between December into January. Right. If you're looking at the like. Puerto Rico, for example, three Kings Day. is like celebrating Three Kings Day. Right. Except in Puerto Rico, we celebrate from Thanksgiving through Three Kings Day. You know, a lot of companies in Puerto Rico will give you off from like the 21st of December to the 6th of January. Yeah. Well, the 7th. Yeah. Like you don't work. Yeah, you have, a lot of places just because, close. Because we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate Three Kings Day, and God forbid you go to work during those times. Do you know what we haven't mentioned yet? Yes. Today? What? Guess what happened 54 years ago today? Happy birthday. No. What? Who? Uh, <laughs> oh, it ain't me. God. What? what? 54, 54 what years. Riots. Yeah. 50, was it today? Yeah. It was today, 54 years so ago. So why isn't that this on this day in gay history? Because it, the, it was a lot to read. <laughs> like, it was like, it was like a lot. And I was like, Jay will fucking kill me. Uh, um, she'll have a moment. But I, I think yeah. that that is what we need to push for next, right? So yeah. I think pride needs to be a national holiday. Or and the Stonewall I, riots. Or, the, you know. Like, I, I think that it will be. <laughs> Oh my God, companies are going to hate us. U- U.S. workers are going to have like 90 days off a year because everything is going to be a holiday. Bitch, in Europe, they get like two months. Two months off. They get like vacation for days. Yeah. I'm like, I get three weeks. I'm like, bitch, I'm burnt the fuck out. Yeah. I need a month. Well, because you don't know how to shut it down, but that's a different conversation that you're not ready for. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I won't shut it down. Yeah. Thanks see? So- you see? You see, but that's also. But then be- she's also exhausted. But here's the thing: that's also because of how we are are. We're indoctrinated yeah. into thinking that like, you, you have to work twenty four seven. And then there are certain institutions, and you know, people like I know the people- five day work week was implemented by Ford. Yeah, it's son like, of a bitch. No. Fuck you, Ford. <laughs> Fix a repair. It daily. used to be six. It, no. That all started, and, and I thought it was more. And then he reduced no, it, and then also uh, reduced no, the work week to forty it. hours. He started it, and then the whole overtime thing. No, he started the full work week process when when he started manufacturing vehicles. But that wasn't in the in America. It wasn't like a you need to work Monday to Friday. It well, was, fuck her. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, so <laughs> oh funny. <boy. laughs> the four day work week comes to Vermont. 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of companies are exploring that, but you're doing forty days and you know 10 forty days, hours, ten, ten hour days. Yeah, ten and four ten da- ten hour days. Fine with that. They're experimenting with that at our job yeah. for the past year. Yeah, I've been asking for it forever. Give me four ten hour days. I've had it. I used to do it when I used to work for People's Bank. It was I fun. I would do it. Oh my god! And, and I make sure that my four days, you know, four days in the office, Monday through Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, Monday off. That would be my <laughs> ideal situation. But that's not how it always works out. They always yeah. want to give you like two days in the middle of the week. Yeah. Like, no, you get Tuesday, Wednesday, but you got to work, you know, yeah. everything else. I was like, screw that. Yeah, it was so funny because like, so you guys know about uh, Summer Fridays, right? Mm-hmm. Summer Fridays? Yeah. I feel like you're about to explain. So No, so please. some companies. Well, my Summer Fridays are different. So let's ask, let's see. Some companies, especially in the arts, because most of our season is during the fall, like mm-hmm. is during the fall through literally until summer starts, you have summer Fridays. So basically you work constantly like late nights, early mornings, cause you're doing shows and all that stuff. So you get half days on Fridays. Okay. Right. And so a lot of people just take, instead of like a full PTO day, they'll take like a couple days and then they'll have like two months where they don't have to work on a Friday. And that's just like, Four hours or whatever it is. Um, and then I was working for a company that was like, oh, no, we're doing half day Friday. So I was like, oh, that's so great. I can't wait. That's exciting. And then come to find out, they were like, oh, no, you have to work an extra two hours every day if you want to use it. I'm like, that's not a fucking half day Friday. That's not a summer Friday. That doesn't. Even, that's not a benefit. Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> I'm literally paying for it on the other end. Yeah. Literally. I was yeah. like, uh-uh, See, not doing that. And I think that's yeah. driven by that whole mentality of, you know, we must work 24-7. Well, and that's you must be connected. You must be yeah, available. Yeah. And it's not easy that we have laptops mm-hmm. and cell phones now. Well, it's shit like that that makes work guilt, guilt a real thing. Like, well, you, people are fucking afraid to put in for PTO sometimes. This is why I don't leave the union. Yeah. Right? This is why I don't leave the union. Mm. This is why I've been, you know, management has been after me. Come on, please, please. You would be great in this role. This role was built for you. No thanks. You know what I said because to my coworker? Work life balance for me is too important. My coworker showed up like an hour late the other day. Mm, must be nice. And and she said something to me about it. I was like, look, I get it. I don't care. Do you get your work done? She's like, always. I was like, I know. When you don't get your work done, I'll care. And we have issues. I'm like, you show up every day. You give 110%. You always get everything done. If you come in late one day because I don't know what happened at home or, you know, the dog pooped on the floor. I don't give a shit because you get your fucking shit done. Right. I'm not going to dock your pay for an hour or make you put in for a PTO hour because you were late one day. This is why we're not the bosses. (laughs) Well, that's I am a boss. Well, you are. This is why I'm not the boss because I give the no, store I, away. I think I think if people yeah. adopted a mentality like that, like it would be a much healthier workplace. That said, I, yeah, I know that there are individuals that you have to manage a little harder, be, because like you know, but I feel like if you create an environment in which people feel comfortable coming in late a little bit because you know they've got something going on at home but they're always getting everything done on time when you need it right and you don't penalize them for that what we got to do is do what google did in their campus in california they didn't care what time you showed up to work 
how late, how long you stayed, as long as you, within that 24-hour period, you did your eight hours. So you walked in for two hours, and then you wanted to go to the gym for three hours? Get the fuck out. Go. Go to the gym. Do what you got to do. And then when you come back, you finish your other six. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wanted to go shopping today to the mall. You want to go on a date with your boyfriend. Go. Whatever. Do what you got to do. Come back and finish your eight hours by the end of the 24-hour period. Yeah. They didn't care when you do it. You do it as long as you get your work done. My God, this conversation went from like. Yeah, we've been all over the place, which means that we need to sort of kind of woohoo, time to go home. Time to bring it down. Time to. Are we all in agreement? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to toss it. Wait, one more. I'm just kidding. Oh, I will (laughs) cut her. So anyway, you're up. So. Oh, what? Uh, uh, (laughs) All right, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's minute. Number one. Emblems of equality discover the world of LGBTQ plus flags. Number two, what is it like to break into drag in the age of drag bans? Number three, Supreme Court refuses to hear Christian College's lawsuit about transgender student housing. Good job Uh, for the Supreme Court because it's stupid. My God, these people are so stupid in this country. Anyway, Jay Bird, you're up. And on this day in gay history, uh, brought to you by Gay Talk 2.0 and LGBTQ Podcast. Uh, The date, June 28th, of course, 1982, where Colombia. Yes, Queen. Are we speaking Medellin, Colombia? I don't know. I believe so. 32 people attended a march and 100 police officers were sent. Each participant wore a pink triangle painted on their cheek with a prison cell number to memorial to memorialize memorialize you got this cursive sorry memorialize (laughs) what happened to homosexuals in nazi germany the march went along carrera septima from plaza de toros to el parque de las nieves he blames it on what was it that you just blamed it on cursive cursive yeah uh, he only had one cocktail it All right. was straight up booze. All right. <laughs> there, was, there was no mixer in that one. Mm-mm. And moving on to our announcements. And as always, if you love the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By subscribing, you get to, to listen to the greatest and latest of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as the episode is published. You can also support us on Patreon. With Patreon, you, the listeners, can help support the show with a pledge donations. The donations are collected monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more. Still waiting on my paycheck. Mm-hmm. Next week, we will, well, who are we welcoming next week? No one, right? No, we're not. No, so no. I just didn't fix that correctly. Uh, I'm sorry. So next on week, to you, Nick. <laughs> next week, we are taking the day off to recover from the holiday. So everybody... Happy 4th of July. We hope you have a happy and safe, fun holiday. Um, all that to be said, we will be coming back to you following the 4th on June 10th as we're switching back to Mondays. Mondays. Um, and that will be through the summer and maybe further. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So we'll do Mondays, um, like Nick said, during the summer. And then in the fall, if we need to pivot and adjust, We'll do that, but as always, we're thankful to our listeners uh, for sticking with us and all of our craziness and jumping around the calendar and, and you know the time spectrum. Uh, but you guys are wonderful, and we truly love you. So thank you for that. 
Is it my turn? No, it's no. my turn. Go for it. I can't. Give us. Thank you. <laughs> all right, everybody, get the Future Method and all other products today. All products are doctor developed. Now you can clean out without hurting your bum. Take confidence anywhere with the anal powder packs and increase your stretch goals with three piece anal glass dilation kit. Tom, take me off the camera. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life changing bum accessories today. All right. You see him on the little corner? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next to a big glass fucking thing. Um, and as sorry. always, it is time to put a ring on it. All the single ladies. <laughs> All the single ladies. Put your hands up. Our show is available on our <laughs> website, gaytalk20.com, under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. All right. You can find us on social media, Facebook, GayTalk 2.0, Instagram, GayTalk 2.0. Email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom? I will try. All right, ladies and gents, uh, if you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website, click on the Contact Us tab. There you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast, or an individual host. You can also call us and leave us your questions via voice message. Our phone number is 334-GAY-TALK, and if you need all those digits, it is 334-429-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live. I slayed, I slayed that shit. Oh, yeah, I zoned out. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Nasty. Don't forget that we do stream live um, currently on Wednesdays. Every, uh, well, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, And you can access the live stream on uh, gaytalk20.com forward slash live stream. Um, Or starting, you know, not this week, the following week, we'll switch over to Mondays. We'll send out a communication on our socials and on the interwebs. And uh, once again, I want to thank you all for joining us. And uh, listen, y'all, have a wonderful rest of your Pride Month. Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more Dish.